And we are live. Sorry for the delay. Welcome to the episode 20 of the Relax Guardians podcast. I'm your host this evening, Agnikai, joined by Sebs from an undisclosed location. How are you doing, Sebs? I'm having a fucking nightmare. Everything <laughs> just... Everything just fucking died. Everything. <laughs> and I mean... Everything, my fucking per my thing hotspot didn't work. The light over thing, the bloody USB port, everything died. Ooh. Everything. Well, it's working a lot better now. Uh, oh god! But I have beer. <laughs> <laughs> but like, what you don't realize? What you don't realize? These fucking. So I'm in a room, mm-hmm. all right? I have a light. I have my little ring light thing that I bought and I uh, take with me. But there's no there's no lights in the ceiling, none whatsoever. I have the toilet light, which is there. <laughs> I have no light, but I have this little light by the by the door. Why do you have two beds? It's absolute. Tra- well, just in case I want to sleep in another one. <laughs> I don't like that one. That's fair. That was. I like a mid. I like a mid bed, mm. and so if this one's not mid, then I jump into this one. <laughs> and if Seiko, if Seiko wants to come over, Seiko wants to come over. He can always show me a good time. Da, 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 da. What's going on? Oh, mm. I've been fucking smashed with you this week, and. My long, long prank on the Seiko finally paid off this week. That was hilarious. Um, but there was only like a little a... bag of dicks. <laughs> like a tiny little bag of dicks. Saying it's still funny. I'm I was like... expecting like a kilo bag. Like they advertise it like it's a fucking bag. And it was like 300 grams, which look, how many ba- how many lolly dicks do you actually want to receive? Like... There's always so much you can eat. Come from, come from Jamaica though. Yeah, it went from Jamaica, bounced around but America. But if you go on, hmm? but if if you go on, um, if you actually go on eBay, you can buy a, a an actual dildo making one for like ten bucks. <laughs> I've already thought about. So you can buy one with a vein and everything. Oh, I've already thought about my um, my next big prank, but I'm gonna let him get me back first. You know, have a bit of back and forth, keep it interesting. I think we've got a bit of delay going on here. But oh well. Anyway. All right. So let's get this quick, others. I could have like a full fucking meltdown. Let's get this quickly out of the way so I don't have to use this fucking dirty setup again. So what's going on in Destiny? New strike got released mm-hmm. today. It's the uh, proving ground strike. I just did it before I came on. It's actually it's actually not bad. Um you get to go inside the inside the tank 
which I thought was pretty fucking cool. There's some really cool little movements in there that you're like, wow, this is pretty fucking right. Kind of, kind of weird because they have uh, one stage, they have, um, so they have the like tank tracks. Mm -hmm. And then the tank tracks are moving, but they, the tank isn't moving outside. So it's it's a really weird thing. <laughs> like the, the scenery is not moving past a window, but it's like meant to I've feel like... I've lost you completely. Oh, God damn it. He's lost his audio on me, so I'm just going to sit here and just like... Make fun of Seiko until he gets me back. <sighs> this is why we need a third so if you don't know, Seiko lives down in Turalgon. I live up in Victoria. I live on the Gold Coast in Queensland, Australia. I shipped a bag of edible dicks from Jamaica, which bounced to America and then shipped to Japan and then shipped to Australia. A bag of edible dicks to his work and made him open them in front of his manager. <laughs> So now he's going to get me back somehow, and I just don't know what's going to happen. I've lost Sebs again, but I'm just going to keep going with what's happening in Destiny this week until he gets back. So we've got the Proving Ground Strike. I haven't played it yet. He was saying that he's played it, and something happened with the background. Stasis got nerfed, plus buffed. Um, talk about that a bit. Dustfield grenades don't do shit anymore. They don't suck you in as far. They don't freeze you. Double shurikens no longer freeze you. Dodging and shurikens no longer freeze you. Titan behemoths super doesn't last as long. Warlock shade binders. The projectiles track like a truth. It's I've been watching Twitter. Due to shooting the shade binder projectile, it's looping up underneath people. Going up around the sky, coming all the way back down, and fucking freezing someone in front of them. What the fuck? Why can't Bungie just balance something fucking nicely? We're gonna have to make this a short episode. I'm sorry, guys, but this is just not working tonight. Wild Sebs isn't here. Two weeks ago on the Destiny Down Under podcast, Mylan called out Sevs for a Facebook post that he made, but Mylan doesn't know who Sevs is. He just thinks he's some random fucking person, but Sevs has his own podcast. He's back. I'm not going to tell it anymore. I'm going to save it. I am so sorry. It's okay. Everything just fucking died on me. I just rambled. I, I rambled about nothing and they loved it. this. They loved it so much that the chat just went quiet. It was amazing. I hate this, man. It's fucking shite. Hmm. All right, so I went back to I went back to the um, I went back into the strike, and they've got some issues where the tank tracks are moving, mm -hmm. but there isn't any. The tank is moving outside, you know, and that's kind of really weird. And there's like the the backgrounds but, aren't moving past. If you're yeah, the, the tank because there's certain parts where you have to jump across tank tracks. Mm -hmm. and then they go in and they're fucking great because you look at them and they look fucking cool as fuck but then you're like you know on the outside that the tank isn't moving that kind of 
kind of fucks me up, like annoys me a little bit. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? Like the tank tracks, they, they, they get to move. Yeah. But but there's a good little cutscene, and I don't want to wreck it. Mm-hmm. But I want to wreck it all in the same thing because, like, wreck we know. Yeah. So there's a cutscene where. So the whole point of this, the whole point of this quest is, or the mission is, you go and you're the champion. So mm-hmm. Zavala goes, all right, what are we going to do? We're going to take on Keitel. But I'm not going to take on Keitel. You're going to take on Keitel. <laughs> of course. So I'm like, right. Right. Like, I, I, like, I was expecting Zavala to come out fucking shoulder pads going, fucking <laughs> wrecking everything and all this sort of stuff. And he goes, nah, mate, you're fucking doing it. You go and fight the big ass cabal. And then you fuck off and you go into the tank and you fight the big ass cabal. <laughs> <clears throat> and you, like, I was expecting the big ass cabal to be a little bit harder than the, the Colossus. You know, in the battlefields, you got the Colossus at the mm-hmm. end. And he's a, he's a bullet sponge, isn't he? He kind of rolls up. He's a bullet sponge. Yeah. He's fucking causing dramas and stuff like that. And I, I, I just expected that. But one guy had a chaos reach. One guy had a Nova bomb. I had my chaos reach and just fucking wiped the floor with him. And he kind of just disappeared in the big dome. And then he fucking died. And then I got a blue out of it. <laughs> Isn't this the end? Isn't this the end of the fucking season? Yeah, Isn't but it's this the end? Like, And then I'm just getting... Yeah, I'm getting blue shit out of it. And so... And then it just, and then I kind of try to leave because it says, go, go and speak to the, go and speak to Crow and all that sort of shit. So he fucks. And then there, there's the cutscene where on Nessus, you got Keitel there. You can see a fucking, it does like a little over the shoulder thing of one of the, um, one of the, um, one of the guys, uh, the floaty fucking Sion. people. You know, the, um, the, have you lost me again? They're um, floaty guys, the ones with the. Have you lost me again? Because I'm saying Scion, and it doesn't look like you can hear me. Scion. <laughs> yeah, the Scion. Sorry, uh, I'm lucky. I'm everything's fucking dying, man. I'm so I'm surprised. I'm fucking. So, you should you see over the shoulder, um, Scion, and then they walk in, and then they go. Oh, they pull the big knife out. You know, this is the knife that the cuts the shit and all that sort of gilded knife yeah that's exactly that one and um so this is the gilded knife and she kaitel cuts her hand and then gives it to another scion but that scion over the shoulder shoots the light binding bullet and hits savala's ghost and it drops to the floor and you can see him like you can see that you can see the thing come behind him where his light is obviously left. Right. Mm. And where the light is obviously left him. But then the scion with the sword goes to attack. And then for some reason, Crow puts his face in the way of the sword. Like, and just gets fucking hoofed in the face i'm like why would you put your face why would you put your face in front of this fucking thing and superman used his shoulder use the shoulder (laughs) yeah 
yeah, he puts his face into it. And then he gets fucked off. And then he's on the floor and he's like, oh, he's on the floor. Oh, fuck. I'm on the floor. I'm on the floor. And then he gets Savala's ghost and picks it back up and takes the fucking little bullet fucking thing out of it. Savala gets his fucking light back. And then, then Crow does this. He goes, I'm alive. And Savala goes, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? And just picks him up off the floor. As if they're the best fucking buds. Just looks at him. And the only thing that Crow goes, he goes, I'm alive. And Svala goes, I just picks him up. And then he goes, oh, sorry, mate. I've sent you on a fucking mission now. Oh, you, 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 you get sent away on a mission because I don't know what the fuck to do with you. And then you go back and he's and you go back to the helm and he's there with his mask off and shit. But like for him to defend Savala with his face, it's the ultimate like what the fuck is going on? Like So did the, the, the mask crack and his face was revealed? No, he just fucking took it full front in the face. His mask goes off, off it went into the like and he goes and then no damage to his face, he just got hit in the face by a sword. Like a big ass sword. Like the, the knife is the knife is like this fucking high. Mm. Bang, hits him in the fucking face, and off he fucking goes. Like, just, yeah, and I'm like. So now right. everyone knows that Pro is Aldrin. Well, by, oh, this is what, this is, this is what it got me. This is what it got me. And this has kind of got me thinking about certain, certain aspects. So, so he turned around and goes, Osiris knew, you knew, we knew. I call her Ray knew. And he's like, ooh, without, without trust, we're just as bad as the cabal. And I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, fair enough. Then we've kind of, again, we kind of haven't, we haven't said anybody to anything, anything to anybody about this fucking crow fella being Aldrin's off. But what he turned around and said was, he turned around and goes, "There's a little scene where you have to go and talk to him." And he turns around and says, um, "I'm trying to remember it correctly." He goes, "He goes, since I've." I feel a weight has been taken off my shoulders since somebody they know about me being me being reborn in this body. Not mm. not Aldrin Sov being brought back to life. It's Crow being reborn in Aldrin Sov's body. Yeah. So it's it's kind of the aspect where it's we are what we were before we got made into a guardian. Or we are just a different entity, just put into a body, and then we're moving on. Mm. Yeah, well, that's kind of just confirming. It's not confirming the theory, I guess, but from Crow's perspective, he is not Aldrin. He is just in Aldrin's body. Yeah. I guess that's the sort of same with us, because we don't have our memories. Well, no one has their memories, except for um, Anna, sort of. Yeah, and the um, and the guy who killed Shunamafo. Oh yeah, because he got um, the last last word guy. But it it, it kind of went. It, you kind of go, oh wow, that actually that is a quite a poignant thing that he's reborn. He just he's just he's a he's a he's a meat suit. Mm-hmm. Basically, he's a complete meat suit, and he's just literally born in another person's body that was just happens to be possibly happens to be the the guy who killed kate 
you know, yeah. Yeah. or just happens to be the boy, the person who killed Kate. Yeah. And I thought that was pretty, that, that's the most interesting part that I got off it. But it looks like now, oh, that's the other cool thing. So when the, when the um, Scion went hit, fucking uh, hit Crow in the face, no, no damage, no damage whatsoever. Kala, uh, Keitel come up, grabbed the Scion above her head and just fucking smashed him down on the floor. <laughs> like, and this fucking Scion was like, <laughs> and so now we're in an armistice with Keitel. Right. Because if we lost, because if we lost, Savala was going to be a, become one of her fucking barony people. Champion. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool. I thought that was pretty cool. Like, like all we got on and everybody started sending me fucking um, uh, sending me like invites to join the party. I was like, I just wanna, I just wanna, I just wanna play this strike. Yeah. I just wanna play this strike. I just need to play this strike so mm. I can, so I can just talk about it today. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. I got on just before as well, but, uh, and I was looking at like the the challenge of things that you have to do to get the actual cutscenes because I'm only on like fucking week three. I'm so far behind. And so I had to do the Oracle oh, ba- Battlegrounds. <laughs> I know, I'm so far behind. I had to do the Oracle Battleground and that is the worst fucking Battleground ever. It's so goddamn long. It's not even funny. Yeah. I hate it. it took me like four, fucking yeah. 20 minutes and this is just not even fun. Like This isn't even a fun... Like the other ones are like <laughs> go and kill a few Scion or go and kill a few Cabal the ball of the fucking thing and it's done but this one's like you got to kill x amount of vex but like only cabal are gonna fucking spawn they keep waiting for the vex to fucking spawn thing i'm just getting bombarded by wyverns that i can't fucking kill because you gotta give me this ball but i gotta kill vex but there's no fucking vex it was shit shit <laughs> i hated it yeah it's it's but like I was reading on Twitter, they were like, "Oh, it just, it just changes the whole aspect of how I feel about Zavala." And I'm like, "He didn't do shit. He just turned around and goes, you 'You are the fucking champion. Off you go. You go and kill that guy, <laughs> like attack dog type of style. But off you fuck. Off you trot, all man.' Zavala has and he got that done. Like, yeah, but you, I expected him to. You, you know that was that. You know that um, one strike where he's. It's a cutscene, and he's outside the door, and he's behind his big fuck off shield, mm. and then the door opens, and he reflects the fucking shot off his shield. Yeah, I expected something like that. Like we rock in, no, I'll do this. Titan fucking slam, all that sort of fucking shite, and then yeah, it'd be nice if we saw. I just the, expected more. We saw of the legends of the. Um, tower to do some shit hey like it'd be great because saladin, yeah. saladin's talking yeah. so much shit this season like he is pissed off and it's like why don't you go and do something instead of just going i've brought back the iron banner like that's great we all fucking hate that go and but, like do something but they they he turns around and goes oh i'm not happy i'm not happy with this uh with this champion thing, mm. um, I just want to do a full frontal attack. You're not the fucker doing the full frontal attack. It's has freaking little shits exactly. doing a frontal attack. You just go and do your fucking iron banner. You yeah. just do your fucking shit. Exactly. I'm like, come on, man. I was like, Everything. you were an iron lord. 
yeah you're an iron lord go and fucking do something you bastard yeah it's yeah it's getting to a point where it's just it's just so annoying like beyond light as a, as an expansion annoyed me with this because it was like the exo stranger and eris and the drifter are going to team up and they're going to do stuff and then we got that one bit where they're all sitting by the campfire and then that was it they didn't do anything i was like come on like you are setting this up so we interact more with these with these characters and we it's like they're doing shit with the darkness and fucking the stranger just stands there and stares at the fucking ziggurat forever and then you go and destroy all the crystals yeah. and she goes and has a conversation with anna like come on something I just like i just want to see the you know like the you know the opening scenes to beyond like where um they were fighting yeah like drifter anna bray and eris morn was just going in there to fight i just want to see it's like the um it's like the oh, was it is it rogue one where you finally see darth vader fight yeah yeah and he's just walking like, down that corridor yeah. wrecking everything and you're like fuck yeah i finally after six six films i've seen him <laughs> once fight in a corridor usually so it's like Argh! yeah and then or oh, the return of the jedi where he cuts fucking luke skywalker's hand off and then he just picks the other guy, the emperor, up and throws him down a fucking hole, an unrealistic, very long hole. Because you know, you'd reckon a safety guy would come up and go, "Well, it's got rails." Like, why is there no handrails there, mate? Yeah, he throws why, him why, over the bridge. Why have you got that big? <laughs> but why have you got that? Why have you got the on-off switch all the way out there, guys? <laughs> why have you got like that really long fucking walkway? <laughs> That's not H and S, man. That's not H oh. and S. You have to. Hey, Bill. Come and build some handrails for this fucking thing here. Because no, like, it's the one with, um, with, uh, is it not Ray, the other uh, the weird, grumpy fucker with the big nose? Um, Kylo. Oh. Kylo kills his old man, Luke, uh, Han Solo. Oh, yeah, and yeah. That random one, that, fucking that bridge out in the middle of fucking That one never. <laughs> but why? Look, we're in, at the, at the end of the day, we're in cancer culture. Oh. We didn't, we didn't cancel culture now, and we are like hardcore on safety. Like, I can't go out to site without throwing, like, without doing all this paperwork. Imagine that paperwork. It's got no handrails. <laughs> Design flaw. Shit. We, uh, I, we have to start making handrails. But why, why do we need to go out there? Oh, that's, that's the main on off switch for everything. If you want to reset the whole fucking system, you have to go out there and press the fucking button. Like, all right, we're off a tangent. We're on a tangent. We're uh, tangent. Sorry, we bring we bring that back to we bring that back to what we are here to talk about. So it doesn't handrails. Yes, one big bit. It doesn't. They don't give a fuck if they got handrails on the scaffold that I have to get on for this half the shit I do. They're just like, look, you need to get up and get that bit of corner on that ceiling. It's just this frame. You stand on that. It's shaky as shit. And like it's just a thrown together scaffold from four different sets. I fall. But isn't that the the wheel around scaffold? Mm-hmm. Dude? Yeah, the mobile scaffs. The aluminium stuff. Yeah. Yeah, you have to you have to have, you have to have handrails, man. You have to have handrails. Well, you brace those things, but like no 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 no. It's on wheels just, that don't oh. lock because the locks are broken. But why haven't you got like the stilts that I see every other fucking painter using? Oh, this isn't like an inzo. This is like a cabin. Way tall. Why are you in a car? Are you a serial killer? Yeah. Why are you in a I'm cabin? I'm on Mountain and I'm standing a... Anyway, we're going on another tangent. <laughs> all right, we're getting all right, focused. Cool. All right. <laughs> Bungie. 
Twab. Hmm. Yes, we go Bungie. Yeah, um, I'm going to gloss this week. Like it wasn't anything amazing. The main stuff no, was the I'm hot gonna, fix this week. Well, I'm going to gloss over. I'm going to gloss over the violence part because we not. I'm not bringing any politics into you. Well, as we know, Iron Banner's back. Um, they had an issue with their um, Eyes of Tomorrow that it wasn't. Um, it wasn't loading up. It wasn't giving you chances as a single character. It was giving you. It was only clocking up the chances if you had done the raid over three people, over three characters. No, other way so around. What it, supposed was to basi- do is- it was basing it on, it was giving you one, it was increasing your chances once per week instead of on all three characters per week. No. So what they're saying is, if, you're a, if you only use one character, you mm. should be able to build up knee enough, slight disadvantage, but the knee enough the same as if you use three characters. But there was an issue. It would only it would only count if you were doing three characters per week, not just one. Okay, yeah. that, that's why way that's why people were that's why people were doing one hundred and twenty. Wasn't doing that much. But yeah, that's why people were doing one hundred and twenty clears without getting the eyes of tomorrow because it wasn't counting a single player. Yeah. Um, clocking over doing the raids, easy piece of this. Anyway, the grandmaster was out, um, so they changed the job rate and all that sort of fucking crap. Um, and then that's it, basically. That's that's literally that came out. But then they obviously brought the hot fixes out. They put mm-hmm. the nerfs out. People mm-hmm. are complaining about that already. Like, why have you I'm taken not... away my ice powers? I'm not complaining about stasis personally. Um, I'm glad that. Um... The dome grenade, I've just said it before. Dust field grenades don't do as much crazy shit anymore. And yeah. I'm, I'm glad that hunters can't just freeze with double shurikens or dodge shuriken. I was sick of that shit. And I'm a hunter. Yeah. So that's gone. Um, and I'm pretty... Have, I've faced a Titan in Crucible since the update doing the Behemoth super and they weren't super tanky. They still had some armor, which is fine. Yeah. It's a super. They weren't lasting forever, and they weren't basically unkillable. But I put a video up in Discord today where the warlock is using his um, the blaster, the melee, mm-hmm. and so he was shooting someone. So he was there, and then the guy was in front of him. The guy jumped. Yeah. He shot a thing. It went all the way up. Yeah. Into the sky that you couldn't see it, and then came. Back around and caught him. Yeah. Like truth level. Yeah. Truth level aggressive tracking. Yeah. I was like, that's going to get nerfed slightly. That's going to. They, Bungie actually tweeted out saying that they knew this was a thing in testing, but they didn't want to mess with the numbers on it with this patch in case it broke the rest of the patch. Like it was too late to try and fix it. So, like, leave it for now. I'll fix it on the next one. Right. Okay, but it's supposed to track. It's supposed to. It's it's supposed to have a time limit now of the length of track, the length of it goes. Instead of a distance, okay, it's supposed to be a time limit. So it's supposed to. It's supposed to go ten seconds now. Okay, or something like I read. So instead of it being meterage, so like twelve meters, ten meters, twenty-five meters, it's supposed to go time. So it'll track for that period of time. Seconds is a long time. In theory. 
I know, but, I know. But, but again, what they obviously nerfed as well is the... Yeah, but it's got very aggressive track, you know, mm. very aggressive. But see, if the issue you got is, which kind of works out, it doesn't work out in our favor. Because if you're tracking, if you're shooting, you're going off 10 seconds and you're that distance, you freeze that person. They're only frozen for 1.2 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Ish. Yeah. So it's, if you've got a hand cannon, they're 10 seconds away. That's a fucking bit of a distance. That's a hell of a distance to, uh, to go. Yeah. And you may not even get the shot. You may freeze the guy and you may stop him coming at you or doing something, but you may not even get the shot to kill him, you know? He might be just too far away to kill. Yeah. So, yeah. Because you yeah, might be out of your it. hand cannon range. Most maps are within hand cannon range. We don't really have that many many maps that are like excessively long where it's a sniper, scout only. But... Yeah. Well, I was just thinking, um, what's the one on the Cosmodrome um, where you got all the like the, the like tube area and you got bees in the center through that little um, through that little area uh, through that like um, little rusted, factory area, the rusted lands, the trains and shit, trains. the rusted lands. No. So um, from where you spawn in, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Well, doesn't like matter, that. So where you spawn, where oh, I don't know. Where you spawn and where the other person spawns on the other side, yeah. that distance I think is one of the longest distance you can go. Yeah. Or where's the one with that 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 spinny thing around the center? Oh, the anomaly. That like that. Um, yeah. You yeah. may be able to get across to the other side of the anomaly now. Yeah. So, I don't. Know. Look, I I've, I've heard people cry about it, and I've heard people going, "Yeah." Like like obviously some hunters, some uh, titans are like, "Yeah, that was." Uh, yeah. That was fucked. <laughs> It was pretty extreme what we could actually do. And like even playing Charles this weekend, Seiko was like, okay, and I've dodged, he's frozen, he's stunned. And I'm like, you didn't even look at that dude. He was on the other side of a wall. And you just dodged and like Oh man. This the trial, so obviously they 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 restricted rejoins back on mm-hmm. trials. So you're not allowed to rejoin. Once you're out, you're out, that's the end of it. And then I jumped in with the team because the boys were the boys were doing the um, the just playing and seeing if they could get the bounty to get the gun to get the um, igneous hammer type of thing. And um, I was like, oh, I'll just look for an LFG, see if I can find somebody, see what happens, you know, blah blah blah. And um, I jumped into a team, and the guy was like, oh yeah, you know, can can you be can you do this every week? I was like, what? He goes, what they wanted to do was jump in and just jump off the map 10 times. Just jump, <laughs> just jump off the map, like throw the 10 games. Oh. And I was like, nah, not really. Because what's happening is now, is because people can't get teams, they are charging you to get to a team and then jump off, just to jump off a map. So it's not even they're charging people now, not just to, not for carries to get to flawless, not for fucking like um wind trading. They're charging people to basically jump off a fucking map. What? That's like, I'm like that's yeah, that's like one who the fuck is, if you're gonna pay for it, if you're gonna pay for wind trading, pay to get flawless to get the adapt version, not just charging people to to get a team so you jump off a map. It's the fucking, it's the oddest. People pay money for some odd, mm. odd shit. 
like really weird. Like I'm like, okay, and then I left, and then that was the end of that. Oh, that yeah, that's hurting my brain, wrapping my head around that. Like, I just can't imagine yeah, putting myself in that situation where I'll go, yeah, I'll pay you to go and play with your friends on my account and jump off a map. Like, why can't I just? It's just yeah, rack of my head. Yeah, it's yeah, it's mm. weird. It's, it's such a um, I how much is how much is the ten jumps off the map? You know. Yeah, that's yeah. Like, is would that be it? <laughs> Vinny's saying he would pay. Like, would it, that be a thing? Like, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I don't understand. I I do not understand how. How people are making cash off this? People make people make like people make bank off this shit. Hmm. I gotta think. Like, I don't it, understand. It must, it must be like, say, it's like a hundred dollars for a flawless card, right? It must be like twenty dollars for jumping off the map, and they're just racking those through as fast as they can. Because how much? No, it's twenty bucks. It's, oh, yeah. twenty bucks for yeah. But you know what I mean? It's twenty like bucks a, for a flawless carry. You know what I mean? But it's like a, it's like. Cheaper to just do the jump off the map thing and then just run through those as fast as you can. Yeah, it just doesn't. Because, like, even if you just give it a go, like, look, you're not gonna. You may not survive, hmm. but give it a go, like to hone, hone some skills. Just give it a fucking go. Hmm. Like, don't jump off maps. Don't like bring <laughs> yourself down to jump off maps. We even just play. Just give it a um... fucking blast, guys. When did we play? We played Monday. That's when I was able to get on. And yeah, yeah. usually by Monday, it's like the, the shittiest players aren't really going to be playing by then. Like they've probably jumped on over the weekend and it's usually like sweaties Monday, Tuesday. Hmm. We got on and we were playing people who like we'd never seen in there before. Usually you'd kind of start to recognize players like Cat. Oh. But we like came up against yeah. like this mums of Destiny clan and like they weren't the greatest players ever, but they weren't they weren't bad. And I was like, these... They tried, though. They tried hard. They got a few rounds on us. And, like, yeah, it was like we're playing people who are at our skill level. And, like, Charles... I was looking at the stats. I was like, Charles was the most busy this weekend than it's ever been in Destiny 2. Apparently, it's because of the loot. Yep, so... Yeah, all right. So, Endless Veil, week 49, 19th of the third. 407,184 players played Trials. Mm -hmm. All right? There was 43... Uh, 40 million 232,857 kills. So it's not just they've obviously curbed the the um the the hack album, the hacky album, however you fucking yeah. pronounce it. Uh flawless players. So out of so this is this is your this is your stat. So four hundred seven thousand players when uh we played the game, eighty-five thousand players went flawless. So it's just over so there's 153 people, 153 percent of people played trials on the weekend, and 51 percent of them went flawless. That's not bad. That's a 50. That's 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 below a third. Yeah. That's just over. Sorry, just over a third. That that's, is. That's not bad. Yeah. Like, that's yeah, a lot better than obviously it's been ever. But. You yeah, know, I, I'm hoping that like even though this weekend coming now won't be Igneous's hammer at three wins, whatever it is, is enough to get people to get back into trials again. Or if they just said from the last weekend, look, we didn't get that far, but we had fun. 
that's two trials again. And like, hopefully yeah, some, yeah. something has caught so, underneath people's butts to go, let's go and do trials again. That was kind of fun. So in, oh, I've got, I've got what is the best weapons to be using as well. What, 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 what got used this week? All right. What do you reckon is the top? Bastion, 1100. Nah, nope. Fellwinder's lie. Oh, How many know. people? 4,947,479 kills with a Fellwinder's lie. Like Igneous Hammer, 4,270,000. Steady Hand, 2,000,000, Astral Horizon, 2.1. The Bastion is 1.2. Mm-hmm. True Prophecy is 1.2. Dead Man's Tale, 99,000. Um, Igneous Hammer Adept, yeah, 946,000. Chaperone is 766, and the Adored is 711,000. Wow. So, yeah, so it's a, it's a fair range. Obviously, Fell Winters is a clutch fucking um, thing, and um, it's it, it's going to be up there until they nerf it, and then they'll just find mm-hmm. another fucking uh, shorty. I'll be honest, but I like had, you I said, had a ton it's of fun with Bastion. Like after Seiko is like, just try it out, and I confused it so it wasn't eleven hundred, and I wasn't being a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually a lot of fun to. Let use. me just point out to let. Oh, sec. Let me just point out to the listeners: me, Seiko, and Agnikai were in trials, and he saw Seiko killing. I'm fair play to Seiko. You fucking, he just he pulled it out of the bag and he was fucking wrecking everything. He even had somebody turn around and um, even had. Last night, even I had somebody turn around and says, "You're a beast." <laughs> Obviously, he saw a picture of him. Mm. So then Agnikai pulls one out of uh, pulls one out of um, collections at eleven hundred on his bastion. Decides to put it on. Everybody turned red bars. He couldn't fucking hit shit. He couldn't fucking. It took like two or three bastion shots to fucking even kill someone. <laughs> he usually just takes one. <laughs> I had Vinny in the chat. He's like, I don't get it. What's the 1100 play? Why are you doing this? I don't understand. <laughs> like, it's some secret technique that I've figured out. <laughs> yeah. Like, what the fuck? What oh. the fuck? All right. So, I, um, Agnikai has been uh, really busy. So, he was supposed to do Cabal. Um, he's very busy with the university. So, I've decided to write a fallen. Uh, piece today and that's what we're going to be talking about and Agnikai will be doing Cabal um, next week right so quick lowdown on the Cabal uh, on the uh, Fallen we know they are humanoid we know they have insect like qualities and they have a house structure with individual clans and individual houses alright I'll go into more detail about that All right? we know that they came from a planet of Reese um, and we know they were called the Lixney before they were fallen. All right, all right. I'll read this all out and then we will talk. What have you heard of my first home? We say they were buildings that touched the forest green sky, winding pathways through the gardens of smoke, beautiful storms that left a gold shimmer on our streets. Truth or rumor, barracks will not say. I give my home world to the legends, barracks of the loyal. All right. There are different accounts of what the Elixni home world was like, but none are set in stone. Was it the paradise the Elixni talk about, or did it become the paradise after the traveler appeared? 
There are stories written of the ether that run freely like the streams and rivers of our homeworld, free for all and not monotonized as it is now by the only, only the strongest of Kells. But I think it could have been more of a harsh world that the Elixni had to slave and fight between themselves to survive, or I could just be making this shit up. Which is more likely I could be just making this shit up. Because very soon says, oh, there's a green world, there's this green sky. Oh, it's a garden, it's beautiful, it's absolutely fantastic. But then there's no, there's nothing there. There's nothing there in the law dictating what it is, what it was, what it was like. So is it is it them? Like when I I love Wales and I am I am Welsh. I love Wales, but and I'm I've got this sense of I've got this picture of Wales in my head that is beautiful and I love it. And every time I go back, it's a fucking shithole. <laughs> that I've still got mates there living in in there, but the only time you know is time has passed is because they're missing more and more teeth, <sighs> like that type of thing you know it's an inflated yeah don't, don't ask me it's an inflate it's it's uh it's a a beautiful thing that's in my mind as a child and then i left and then every time i go back it's a fucking wet and cold and fucking thing all right ether okay ether is elixney's lifeblood they use it to grow strong and climb the elixney's power power ranks it is it ran freely in every creek and stream the power struggles would be continuous and ferocious. Ether is apparently both a gas and a liquid. Processed from energy and matter, organic compounds in, in one known case. Uh, by served us through an unknown process, it is absorbed through breathing and appears to run through fallen bodies like blood. It can be even consumed by other beings as well. When there is enough in quantity, it fills elixirs with strength. It is also cold. Ether was once freely available on the Elixney homeworld of Reese, but is now strictly rationed according to rank. Kells hold a device called the Elder Cipher, which controls how much ether is distributed to, from servitors. Archeons and barons get a, an exceedingly large portion, while dregs get only enough to stay alive. This rationing stunts the potential strength and size of contemporary fallen, particularly the lower ranks. So, this is back to my this is back to my main thing because if it ran freely through all the streams through all the water, it, it, so I'm classing ether is our water source, all right? So we have water everywhere, blah blah blah. Their their ether is something that when they drink or when they consume it, they grow in power, and that's how dregs become uh, vandals. Vandals become marauders, and marauders become cows, and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. If it ran freely. You'd have all Kells everywhere, wouldn't you? There yeah. wouldn't be a power structure because you'll just have the top end people just drink this fucking ether everywhere. So that's why I'm like, mm, it could just be a made up concept that everything when because their homeworld was destroyed, it's this concept where oh yeah, it's beautiful there. We we it oh, run freely, it run freely and all that sort of stuff. Was the infighting still there? My thoughts on the fallen is they've always been this race that always fought amongst themselves, house against house, clan against clan, trying to get ether, trying to fight for this ether and make themselves yeah. into Kells and all that sort of stuff. Surely there was some you know? sort of like power It just doesn't struggle. seem, it just doesn't hold. Surely there's yeah, some sort of like... It doesn't hold the weight where. <laughs> yeah, you just have people just like, oh, I'm just going to drink this ether, I'm going to become a fucking Kell. Mm. Just... 
Yeah. So it just doesn't. It just doesn't seem right. The the, the law on this doesn't seem. The law on it just doesn't seem like it holds enough water. So I'm I'm under the impression that it was monotonized from fucking start to finish. Mm-hmm. That they were they were dregs. They were they were kept as dregs to do all the manual labor, do all the fucking thing, and then all right, you gain my you gain my pleasure. I'm gonna give you a little bit more ether. That means you move up the rank. It's very much um. It's the same. It's the same rank structure, near enough as the uh, as the hive. Yeah, with the tithe. Yeah. With a sword logic. All right, you kill this person. I'm going to give you enough power. Then you give that person the next power up above you. And then you will grow up and then blah, blah, blah. Uh, oh, this is what I found funny. In humans, ether appears to have a property similar to that of a recreational drug, though it can lead to an unpleasant experience according to the drifter or possibly even poisoning, though no permanent damage can occur according to failsafe. <laughs> and uh, ether is poisonous to hive. Interesting. Why do you think the houses are named? Yeah. Why do you think the houses are named the way they are? House Winter, maybe it's geographic. House King, some kind of global ruling sect. Strange to think that how these terms have survived, their context completely removed. Ghost. All right. mm. This is off um, Dino, uh, Destinytopia. Fallen Society or Lixney Society, um, is divided into a number of houses, none of which are known to maintain friendly relations with one another, save for the House of Judgment, which was meant to live among the other houses and keep the peace. Each house is ruled by a Kel, who acts as the political leader of the house and commands a catch. Prime servitors are exalted as gods among the fallen, inspiring fanatical devotation, from devotation even, from the house of which they belong and providing a steady supply of vital ether and new lesser servitors. Archeons serve as both high priests and chief engineers of a house, medita- uh, mediating between the cows and the prime servitors in addition to overseeing maintenance of the house's machines. Houses require all three to be fully stable. Without a cow, a house becomes prone to infighting. Without an Archeon, a house prime servitor is vulnerable to attack and without a prime servitor, a house cannot produce new servitors for ether. As such, fallen do not take uh, the loss of their leaders lightly. If any or all of these leaders are to be killed, then the member of the house would panic and scatter, weakening the house to the point of being permanently broken. Okay. Hmm. So we have a, we have a structure. We have a kel at the top. We have. Uh, the Archeon, and then we have Prime Servitor the other way around, and then they all do their they all do their business. If you chop the head off, if you kill the cow, everybody fucking scatters. Yeah. If you kill a thing, obviously, if you got if you haven't got um, a servitor that produces ether, then they can't survive because that's the fucking that's the food yeah. as such, or or a drug depends what you want to fucking talk about it. All right. Kind of a funny thing that happened with Destiny One was, and you. Actually, I don't think you encounter him as a new light player anymore. But when you do that, the initial mission where you respawn and you like go and find your ship and everything, you see the house devil's archon appear, and then like two missions later, you go and kill him, and you just have like no reference that he is the the top of you know house devils. But you kill him at like level three, and then you go and do this the sepic strike way later on the cosmodrome, and that servitor is way more powerful than that Archon was, mm. by like a long shot. 
It might just be a gameplay thing. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, but... I don't think Destiny... I don't think Destiny... Like, they bring the lore out saying this person's this person, this person's that, but they don't bring into the fact that... They don't bring into the fact that these things have a power structure and then yeah. they should reference the power structure that they come in. Yeah. And that's the kind of... That's the confusing part. Like, you will kill a served or um, um, septic prime. And that's that's a fairly hard... Yeah, that's a fairly hard nightfall because it was out last this last week for the nightfall. Yeah, but then, like you go and kill fucking Aramis, who's supposed to be a fucking Kel, and that's a much shorter. Yeah, yeah, that's a much shorter fight. Where it's not supposed to be a short fight, it's supposed to be a fucking really long fight, and she's supposed to be a bullet sponge because she is a fucking Kel. Mm. So it's yeah. kind of like they don't, they don't, it doesn't fall. It's hard to find that balance in game to like make it feel like you are sort of going up the ranks of the enemies that you're defeating and it was kind of a problem with beyond light because we just went through and we killed all of our aramis's generals and whatnot but they all kind of felt like the same level none of the fights felt harder than the last you know it all kind of felt like i got in there shot them a bunch of times and they died it's a problem that i'm finding with destiny what he did seem to land boss battles and make them feel like it's a progression but story they landed in forsaken they landed in forsaken killing the barons in forsaken yeah it was were... a yes they were like very this is an increase as you went yeah because no. you'd have the machinist and she'd just throw fucking crap at you like mm. and stuff like that but then it, it you could go up and then they all had their different things and they yeah. they all felt hard and they all had their different mechanics to fight, you know? Yeah. And stuff like that. All right. All right. All right. As we know, there's all these different fucking, this different fallen. So I'm going to run through what the fallen's are and then we can uh, decide. All right. Dregs. Unlike other classes of fallen, dregs possess only two arms that do, that to the usual four. The lowest standing their lowest standing within the fallen hierarchy results in the resentment by other classes and the dregs' second set of arms are docked and prevented from developing until they have proven themselves worthy of becoming a vandal. Otherwise, they are similar to other fallen classes, albeit a smaller due to lack of ether and sporting large crests of hair. Hmm. Vandals are a six-limbed class of fallen, having a higher ranking than dregs but lower than captains. They bear heavier armor and more deadly weapons than dregs. Vandals wield one of four types of weapons, shock rifles, mid-range weapons of fire, bright light uh, blue homing projectiles, wire rifles, powerful sniper rifles that take time to charge, shrapnel launchers, which fire several projectors at a time, or a dual wielding shock blades. Stealth vandals variants or of normal vandals can use a cloaking ability to render themselves nearly invisible. What I find, like what I liked, is the cloaking device that vandals use was produced for children to play hide and seek with. <laughs> that was the, that was it. That was its main. That was its main goal was to fucking give it to kids so they can go and play fucking hide and seek. Mm, that's funny. Basically, yeah, yeah. There's some like there's some really weird. There's some really weird laws in there. I think. All right, captains. Captains are a high-ranking class of fallen, tactical coordinators and leaders of individual fallen, uh, fallen combat groups. Captains serve exclusively as infantry field commanders, 
personally leading their subordinates into direct combat with the enemy. They're the most vicious members of their crew and receive the largest rations of ether and the best gear. Mm. Servitors. A servitor is a spherical mechanical fallen class. Servitors can float in the air and shoot purple void blasts from their eye. A servitor's weak points is the center of its eye. They provide the fallen's life-sustaining ether and are treated as gods by the fallen. Living relics of the fallen past civilization, servitors are highly advanced machines that can process matter and energy into ether, and all fallen depends on for life. They can fulfill a supporting role on the battlefield, but also anchor fallen communications network and provide technical uh, technological support. Although, uh, although servitors fulfill a vital role in fallen society, they are in uh, integrated in a complex uh, way. Servitors are attached to a prime servitor, the largest and most powerful servitors in a fallen house. A prime servitor exists in an unclear symbiosis with a fallen archion who works to convey a wish of the house's kells. Whew. Prime servitors. Prime servitors are one of the most important figures in a fallen house. They are ranked third in command of a fallen house, directly behind, behind the Archon and the Kel. Prime servitors are used to be viewed as gods by their houses, thanks to the ether they create. Prime servitors in particular were a symbol of hope until the world when they could. A Kel is a leader of the fallen house. Fallen houses tend to collapse and turn against each other if the Kels fall, but, noble of how, uh, but nobles of houses can rise to power and replace former Kels. See, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying is there has to be infighting. If there was this mm. much ether, there has to be infighting due to the fact that it's it's just the way it goes. If there was money in the streets, or if there's money in the streets, you'd you'd have one person, one person will want the money more than anybody fucking up. Yeah. You know, it's just it's the way it uh it's just the way it works. You can't, you can't get away from the fact that as a human being, if there's money in the streets, you will fight the other person for that fucking money. Yeah. Just general, just, just for general, the way we work, I suppose. All right. That's, I think that's all, that's all the, the stuff that I've taken off, um, off the thing. And this is all my, uh, my writing now. The sphere of iridescent ivory parted the heavy clouds cover. A light green sky peeked through in the wake of the sphere. The elixir ran for cover in a herd of screaming clicks and screeches, burying themselves deep in the cellar of their homes. Children chirped and clicked, fear easily read upon their faces. But nothing happened. No attacks, no war, no death. Just the sun that barely showed itself shining a little more hospitable, a little more welcoming in the harsh environments that they had grown accustomed to. The brave ventured out into a staccato steps, shading their eyes from the now pleasant sun. The thing hung in the sky, hovering or held there by unseen force. The clouds that were in an angry motion. We're losing you. Time when I lazily floated. Ah. Am I back? Uh, yep. Oh, fuck. My, my wife is trying to fucking ring me. Oh. Goddamn wife. Oh, marriage. Damn it. So where do you... Um, yeah, I know. 
Delixney ran for cover in a herd of screaming clicks and screeches, burying themselves deep in the cellar of their homes. Children chirped and clicked, fear easily read upon faces, but nothing happened. No attacks, no war, no death. Just the sun that barely a little more welcoming in a harsh environment that they had grown accustomed to. The brave ventured out in, in, out in staccato steps, shading their eyes from a now pleasant sun. The thing hung in the sky, hovering or held there by an unseen force. The clouds that were grey and angry most of the time were now lazily floating past its surface. And then the first drops hit the dusty world, picking up in tempo until a downpour of ether rain fell, more, than, uh, more ether than we'd seen in our lives. The elixir danced and played in the streets, turning them to mud under happy feet as the ether fell, but they didn't care. We saved by the saviour, our saviour. So look, the the way I'm describing the world is not set in stone. I thought it'd just make it a little bit, if it was already paradise, how can it be a paradise after the traveller come because he's pushing them into the golden age? I don't understand. It doesn't mm -hmm. feel, it doesn't feel right mm -hmm. um, with me. You know, um, and that's why I kind of made it like a little bit of a, little bit of a desert. Well, we don't fully know what like desert. we don't know when Varix was born. Like most of our understanding of Reese comes from Varix's tellings, so we don't know if he was born pre-Traveler showing up, and like if he was born when the Traveler had already arrived, that might be the reason why he describes his place as ether flowing through the uh, through the planet. And flourishing and everyone just has access to it so you could be right it could have been like a barren yeah look just shit show and like everyone was scrounging for ether and everyone was fighting everyone and the traveler showed up and it sort of brought them into this new age maybe the way the way the way his law is written is that he was a part of house judgment and he was a fairly large part of house judgment mm -hmm. and they they come around before the uh, <laughs> Before the traveler was, uh, before okay. the traveler came, you know, okay. the way it's described, the way it, 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 the way it points out that, excuse me, is that he was there before, but I'm like, I don't know how long it yeah. doesn't indicate how long yeah. will live for. Now, the, the, the time that the house judgment was produced was fucking eons before we even, we even come onto the come onto the scene we were not a part of the scene yeah and so i don't and i don't see how he could live that long like is he an extended is he an extended life almost how have they got an infinite life yeah how long do they live for is the question yeah yeah because naturally yeah because i can understand the i can understand the vex mm -hmm. are robotic and they can think callus is Hundreds of thousand years old. Yeah, Callus right now though is not in a form that is powerful. He's basically like a but little Gaul, creature. Yeah. Gaul is, but Gaul is coming into power now. Just Gaul is before we meet the Elixni, or before the Traveler comes to the Elixni. So Gaul's rise to power is before this period mm. in time. Yeah. But then now we see in him. In the Red War, yeah, that's that's a good hundred. That's a good hundred thousand years, you know, in between yeah. one to the other. Yeah, it's, we don't. So it's yeah. a bit. It's weird, isn't it? We got to figure out. 
it's about out there. It's a bit out there. Um, all right. Um, and I do apologize, everybody. I do apologize for the issue that we're having with um, sound. I am trying to sort out. I have got this mixture of just random fucking. I tell you what I did. I decided to go to Kmart wires, you know, phone charger wires for one for my phone, one just USB. I made a mistake of buying three meter, like long ones, three meter long ones. And so I just got this fucking coil of wires around back here oh. of three meters, but I only needed about this fucking long. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. The Elixney Ferret flourished. They will become a paradise. The green sky turned in a pink blush as the sun hit the hit it just the right way. Civilizations popped up. Servitors were built in the great machine's image that gave us out to ether to the masses. There were festivals and holidays for this great machine that saved us. But this didn't stop the fighting. What the Elixney had, others wanted it more, as in the nature of the worlds. Years later, they finally touched the stars and they become even more. But as the others become more, others become jealous. The Elixney explored the closest planets, bringing strange and wonderful things back to Reese. They traded and met others like them, but not them. And Reese became the commerce hub of the system. But that ended petty jealousy and rivalry. His war started. With advancement of space fair, advancement of weaponry, casualties mounted and houses grew and fell like the tides. Many washed away to history. The Elixir were ravished and his people broken. Houses fought amongst themselves, wanting the others, wanting what the others had, and the world fell under the onslaught. So, like I said, as in old stuff, the Edge was does not have any law attached to it. Mm-hmm. It's just an Edge War. That's so that the only mention is it's the Edge War, and it, it got stopped by what's coming up next. There's no other information on it. It's just make it up. It's just a name. It just doesn't. Um, that's all it was. It was. That's all it was. So the the Elixni had two golden ages. They had the original golden age when they first um the first um tra- when the first traveler appeared, and then they touched the stars. So they went up to the. They were... We just lost, and then something happened. Ah, uh, you're back. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm so sorry, everyone. Yeah, we got the gist. Oh, I hate this. So there are two golden ages. One and a second. The war happened. That collapsed the first golden age. All right. They they call it the Edge Wars. I would imagine it's out on the edges of the solar systems or some shit like that. That's why they give it a fucking cool name. Or they just thought it was a cool fucking name and they didn't want to fucking give it any fucking... Uh, any law whatsoever the king understands judgment and for to get and for together they ended the edge wars in their people's golden age Varys the loyal the two ha- uh, two houses arose and broke an uneasy truce the house of kings and the house of judgment the house of kings ruled under Krask, and the house of judgment under uh, house of judgment was the law and they were just the arising of these two houses brought a new golden age and they flourished under the rule and judgment of these houses. Hubs of commerce between the Kells became a thing of export and import and they become and they become uneasily united. The Elixir were well fed and the war stopped on that day. 
don't get me wrong, they're still more probably in fighting, but they'll quickly stop at the legal proceedings of house judgment. So House of Kings, House of Judgment, they combined. One was the lawmakers and scribes. I think I think Verix's class is a scribe. So he would be the one leading all the um, all the judges and all that sort of fucking garbage. Mm-hmm. House of Kings is a guy with a Ooh's thing with Krask. By all accounts, they were saying in when you went and fought the House Devils on the EDZ, mm-hmm. Krask is still alive somewhere on the EDZ. Whether they, they've obviously got they've got thoughts that they're going to bring him out or something. I, there was a little bit of law that I kind of missed where he had been killed, but by Fra- Fask, Frask, Fask, and all this sort of stuff. But then there's a bit of law from Varix talking to other people in the, um, in the um, prison of elders saying that that's a lie and he's alive. And then he talks to Cade and Cade goes out and finds him. But that's the end of the, that's the end of that, um, Right. That's the end of that. Uh, don't that happens. We know? only ever faced the House of Kings once in Destiny, and that was in Destiny 1, when mm. we're still patrolling Cosmodrome as the first planet. We take out a few of their leaders, but not like a Archon or anything. And then when mm. Rise of Iron happened, the last expansion, and Siva happened to the Fallen, and they made the Sea of the Splicer's house, there was mention of the Splicers went to, no, not the Splicers, the House of Wolves went to the House of Kings with a peace treaty. The Kings declined and Skolas killed them. But maybe not. Maybe some of the killers still survived. Yeah. So that's interesting. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, don't I like down. that. Because, yeah, they're a house that just didn't, really come into play. We saw them once. They kind of had, like, the devils of red. No. Kings were gold. It's kind of cool. But, yeah, we yeah, just didn't with, really ever see anything. With, like, trident-y, like a... Yeah. Like a three-pronged... Yeah, yeah, on their Like flags. a three-pronged cloak. Yeah. And so that's where I'm... That's why I'm going to leave it there because after that is the world... The whirlwind is pretty much um, straight up after this, and I kind of want to give it his own... Okay his own thing with the whirlwind. Okay. So we now got Varix's house of judgment. Mm-hmm. We've got a secondary, um, we've got a secondary, um, uh, golden time or golden, golden <laughs> age. The first one got destroyed from the edge, edge thing. Yeah. Um, golden, golden gate time. Hey. Um, but it's like, I like the, I like the elixir. I still think that ether couldn't have, Fighting, or you just get kells everywhere, and then that will bring his own in fighting because of yeah. the um, because of the amount of power. Maybe it, maybe the world wasn't barren. Maybe there was certain things, but if ether is their lifeblood, then it would be. It just doesn't make sense. It doesn't it just doesn't fucking hold right to me. Mm. Um, and then the House of Kings, which is the ruling. Uh, which is the ruling class with house judgment. And then they kind of broke it an uneasy truce and then kind of then put the new golden age in. Yeah, see, with ha- That's all I got. when That's you all I got. say house kings, it just gives that implication that there's a hierarchy of just level of people, you know, of 
Lixing. Well, you would have. There was royalty so, and then peasants almost. So from a book, from a book perspective, there's a there's a guy that um, Remedy Feisty writes these books, D and D like um, like Dungeons and Dragons books, and he writes about um, the people called Dark Elves, and they have a house structure, but their house structure is in a ranking system, which yeah. what they god they god puts the ranking system in. So even if their houses are all individual, I would imagine the houses as a ranking structure dictate where they have standing in the, the the whole overall the whole overall structure. So I would imagine they'd be the kings, House of Kings, obviously kind of dictates by their name. Yeah. Then they need a law and they'd be like thing. And then it'd be the most powerful houses. And then petering down to the little shitty houses and stuff like that. Yeah. Like the other, the other, the other thing as well is that we, as the people writing this stuff, is adding in names. Like you pointed out, I think you pointed out a few, um, a few episodes ago, is we given these people names, but it's just the fallen, given name, given the house names by something that they kind of seen. Yeah, House of Wolves. It would have been by their their thought of what the wolf looks like or they're on their planet what a wolf was supposed to look like but yeah probably just a fucking insect or some shit like that so yeah and it's back to what the ghost said is it just purely geographical house of winter house of kings like they haven't got it in theory it should be house of kells shouldn't it because they do mm. not have a king mm. Because it's more probably us it's more probably us as going all right this is what this is we will give we have we have translated this into a House of Kings. The House of Kells was another thing that came up with the House of Wolves expansion, where Skolas wanted to be the Kell of Kells, yeah, and he wanted he wanted hmm. to make the House of Kells to be the leader of the Kell of Kells, and it's like dun 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 all the way down. Uh, Vinny, the House of Dusk yeah. that you're referencing is after the the like big fallout of. The fallen throughout the Destiny One campaign after we like obliterated House of Winter and Wolves and Kings and Devils, the House of Dusk is like what is left, and it's theorized that Aldrin kind of brought them a together. House of Light. House of Light is Mithrax, and them on the farm right now. Yeah, and it's just like one person. <laughs> one oh, person we're kind of that's, sending that's him. What? With Beyond Light, we're kind of sending like Varix's friends who were under Aramis. Yeah, and now they're going right. to catch to yeah. fuck off to Earth. Because that that was that mission with the that was the mission with the um yeah with the ship wasn't it that was locked yeah yeah I, and I tell you what we um I tell you what we got given as well that's that part fallen wise but look, the other the other thing I want to the other thing I want to um, ask as well is like if anybody wants my footnotes. I can put them in Discord if anybody wants to read them, add to them. Like they not, they just sit on my computer and don't do anything fucking else. To be honest. Um, all right, I got given lots of questions. I got given lots of questions. I got right, something. Here to we go. On, These are for so you, Agatha. Use up all my time. You, you do all your right. questions. I'll I'll just do I'll just do the first. All right. What is the ideal drink to match? What's what is the ideal drink to match a raid? Water. What the 
fuck? <laughs> Lager. Fucking weird fucker. Ultimate snacks to go with marathon sessions of Destiny. Now, I know that you like Skittles. Yes. But Skittles, and... no, not for marathons because Skittles make your mouth dry and they're disgusting. Um, some sort of chips, whatever flavored chips you like. They keep your mouth dry. Chips. Yeah. I never pick chips, to be honest. I never pick chips. I do chocolate. I do fair play. Chocolate Anybody else? This what do you uh, use. And Seiko? I... No, it's too much. Best beats to crucible with? I was playing it earlier before the stream. There's a lo-fi hip-hop um, YouTube playlist that you can listen to. It's kind of up, downbeat and nice and chill in case you're kind of level-headed. That's what I like. I do it for studying as well. It kind of but, just... I, but I'm used... I'm used to have to be in A50s to be able to hear footfalls. Oh, not in Destiny, man. You can, I mean, you can it... hear footsteps in no? Destiny, but I don't do it for that. I used to do it for Call of Duty when it was like pretty prevalent, but like there's so much radar knowledge and everything in Destiny and other things that's like, I don't use it for that. <laughs> ways, to, ways to stay in shape? Carrots. Really, really okay. I bet Carrots. I wouldn't put it past him actually for him just chewing on a carrot. So what Vince has to everybody else, Vince is our the conscience of our of our clan. The dad. If if we think it's bad, we send it to Vince. Vince tells us if it's bad or not, and then we can post it. Mm. He's the conscience that we. He's he's like our he's our like Jimmy Cricket. As yeah. Well. My wife makes me carrots. I don't think your wife makes you carrots, mate. I think they out of the ground. I think the earth makes the carrots and then your wife gives you the carrots. But Vince has, as he plays, he has a fridge next to him with all sandwich stuff in that he can make himself a sandwich mid-game and he doesn't have to go out to the kitchen. He's just got like a little bar fridge with sandwich shit in there. The fuck? <laughs> yeah. I want that. What the fuck? What's in there, Carrots He's on demand. Like ham. ham and cheese. Do you reckon it's like one of those double-sided fridges? Like his wife loads it from the back and then he just grabs it from the front? It's a bar fridge. It's like a little bar fridge, man. All right, Agakai, ways to stay in shape whilst playing. Oh, God, don't eat. You can't jerk off while playing. You're getting all over your controller. (laughs) 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 All right. Last one, last mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. Most embarrassing stories. No, I've got one. I've got one. Most embarrassing stories. You can do stories. yours first. I'll stay I'll there. Be. I'll be back now. Oh. Right. I don't know if I was embarrassed, but that time when I think it was after we just made the Relaxed Guardians clan and I was coming on late and it was like Derek and Dan were in the party for the first time and they were all talking to Seiko and I just jumped in and I was like, Seiko, I shit my pants the other day. <laughs> this is this is another poo story. This is another poo story. So <laughs> the hotel I'm staying in. Oh god. The hotel I'm staying in does not have lights in the ceiling because it's cheap. Okay. But they also don't have toilet paper. So they have that. What's that? And they come out in little tiny sheets. It's is a it little like, tiny sheet of toilet paper. Like a dispenser on the wall? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a dispenser on the wall. Oh, all right? my God. And so you're taking a shit. You're taking a shit. You pull these things out. And because they're really fucking small. I'm a, I'm a cruncher. You have oh. to kind of crunch them. Oh, you got to fold it. But it's... <laughs> See? 
So I basically asked, I basically took a shit like a couple of days ago and accidentally fingered my own ass as I pushed this fucking uh, toilet paper up my fucking asshole. Yeah, <laughs> embarrassing stories. Enjoy that. The fucking the worst toilet paper in the fucking world. So and it's only. <sighs> like, that's you folding it. Oh you clump God. it, you forget, like, fucking load out and then clump it up and go for gold. But it's Ugh. just fucking waste of fuck them. There we are. There's my embarrassing oh, story. Go for God, it. All right. Uh, I don't know what embarrassing story to match that. But I do have a story that referenced something that we spoke about off stream. About two weeks ago on the Destiny Down Under podcast, you got called out uh, on a Facebook post by Mylon. <laughs> if no, if, if, if anyone's here, we, they don't know the we Down not- If they don't know the Destiny Down Under podcast, that's the bigger Australian streamers. Where little podcasts, their big podcast, Mylon's like fucking millions of subscribers on YouTube. Anyway, he got sent something that Sevs had said on Facebook saying that he doesn't like the way Mylon yells on the podcast. And Mylon thought that he was talking about yelling in general, but so, Simon, Sevs, sorry, Mylon meant on the podcast. Anyway, I thought it would be funny because you're going over to Western Australia this week. And that's where Mylon lives, right? So I thought it'd be funny if you and Mylon did a little jujitsu match, right? Have you got the stream up? By any chance? Have I got the stream up? No, yeah. I am not taking. I'm not. I'm not in Perth. I'm in Perth for a very short period of time. I have to fly out to a, I know. To a site. I need you to pull up the stream for a second because I got Vinny to make something for me that I'm gonna. Send. <laughs> I've got. I've got. I, I've got your stream up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So, oh, this is. What... <laughs> I'll just click over to it. Ready? I can't see it. Oh fuck! Oh, you're a fucking. <laughs> what a fucking asshole! Why do the fuck would you do something like that? Just one more time. Fucking. <laughs> So I'm going to send that to Mylon. Yeah, I got, a, I, got a, I got an advert. I got an advert that came up. I'm going to send that to Mylon and I'm going to see. <laughs> I'm going to see if you two can settle this like head. men on the map. Fuck. <laughs> no, so, what, I, what, I, what I turned around and said, what I turned, what I, what I turned around and said was there's... And I, I should have explained it. I shouldn't have explained. I should have explained a lot more and how I did it, like why I done it. I was like, it's come to a stage where he's just he's, he's disillusioned by the game. Okay, sorry. He, so he, um, one more. He, he's disillusioned by the. One second. They're asking me for one more time in the chat. Alright, you can keep going. <laughs> it's so well I, I, done. It's, I have waited for the 10. So... I, it's, it's more than a 10 second delay. Vinny sent me so many mock ups. What you like... don't know, guys, oh. what, what you don't know, guys, is 
Agnika is a fucker. He's put my head on a very, very rip person. I'm not a rip person. And then he's put uh, Mylins on a very rip person. No, that's Mylins. That's, he does that's the... straight Mylin. We got him from a jujitsu. Oh, is he? Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Oh, wow. <laughs> I just think it. Fuck, I'm getting on my face beating. So what happened was, um, I, I went on a stream. I went on a, I went on um, a thread in Facebook, and I turned around and, and I turned around and said, uh, "Bife the law god." And then a guy popped up, and he's one of fucking one of Mylan's um, moderators. And he turned around and goes, "Oh, I've ever heard of Mylan." And I was like, "I can't at the moment. I can't stand him. He's oh, I shouldn't. I, I didn't put it say at the moment. I said I just can't stand him. He's, he's shouting. He's fucking killing me." Yeah. Um, and what I should have said is the there was a, there was a, an episode maybe three or four, I think about five episodes ago in the DDU, and they just bagged everything. They just mm. bagged the shit out of everything. It was a very very negative episode, mm. and that's what got me. Like we we do this stream, we do this this podcast because we enjoy the game. We like it because we enjoy the game. It's the game that we play. Mm. It's a game that we bring all our friends together and stuff like that. And I'm very delusioned. I'm very. He's very disillusioned. But then he still bags the game out, and that's what mm. grips me. Mm. Um. And that's what grips my shit. That's what gripped my shit. And look, I can't stand the shouting. There's no need for shouting, like screaming and all that sort of stuff. And I understand that's his, that's his, that's the way he is. And I, and I fair play. And I should have explained it a little bit better. I do. I'm not apologizing for my comment, but. It's, I should have explained it a lot better. You should sell hey. it on the mat. Do it. Is. Please don't fucking send it. I'm sending it. Oh fuck, man! It's, it's, I'm gonna sell. I'm gonna, I'm gonna clip this. This is going straight up to Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where we're ending it tonight, guys. Thanks for listening. Follow us on all our social fucking media. Fucking ready. Instagram, Twitter. Please follow us on Twitter. That's gonna be fucking hilarious. I always book now. Did you like to tag that Vinny? That um, Vinny yeah, I am. I am trained the... full contact for like a good, I think about three or four years. All right, that's it, guys. Um, thanks for watching. I'm gonna settle go, on the mat, bring the pain. I'm gonna bounce over to a live stream of Destiny straight after this. Um, Says will probably be in there with me before he gets fucking wrangled. That's gonna be. Do you he like you? <laughs> All right. Thanks again, guys. I'll catch you soon. Run out of fucking sounds. That was like what I sent in chat. All right, man. All right. I've already.